Hey, Anchor, this is Kaylee Chella checking in with today's top stories. President Trump on Friday told his fellow Republicans in Congress to, quote, stop wasting their time on immigration legislation until after the November elections. GOP leaders said they'd press on anyway, but his comments further damaged their attempt to win over wavering lawmakers for a measure already facing likely defeat. A little more than four months before the congressional elections, Trump also took a new shot at Democratic lawmakers, accusing them of spreading, quote, phony stories of sadness and grief about young immigrants separated from their parents by his zero-tolerance policy on illegal border crossings. Trump's tweet on immigration legislation was the latest example of his abrupt reversals on issues to the dismay of Republicans who crave his backing as a seal of approval for conservative voters. Just Tuesday, he met privately with GOP lawmakers and told them he supported the immigration legislation and would have their backs in November. Trump tweeted, quote, Republicans should stop wasting their time on immigration until after we elect more senators and congressmen women in November. Dems are just playing games, have no intention of doing anything to solve this decades-old problem. We can pass great legislation after the red wave. Trump's history of turnabouts has made it harder for congressional leaders to win over other lawmakers for the immigration bill. The measure would grant young dreamer immigrants who arrived in the U.S. illegally as children a chance for citizenship, a move many Republicans worry would enrage conservative voters who'd view it as amnesty. Virginia's two Democratic senators asked the Trump administration Friday for answers about operations at a juvenile detention facility in the state where immigrant children said they were bound, beaten, and isolated in solitary confinement. Senators Mark Warner and Tim Kaine sent to the head of the U.S. Office of Refugee Resettlement questions about the Shenandoah Valley Juvenile Center. The Associated Press reported Thursday that six Latino teens had made sworn statements detailing severe abuse they said they endured between 2015 and 2018 under both the Obama and Trump administrations. In court filings, lawyers for the detention facility have denied all allegations of physical abuse. There are over 1 billion firearms in the world today, including 857 million in civilian hands, with American men and women the dominant owners, according to a study released Monday. The Small Arms Survey says 393 million of the civilian-held firearms, 46%, are in the United States, which is, quote, more than those held by civilians in the other top 25 countries combined. At a news conference, the report's author, Aaron Karp, said, quote, The key to the United States, of course, is its unique gun culture. American civilians buy an average of 14 million new firearms every year, and that means the United States is an overwhelming presence on civilian markets. The report said the numbers include legal and illegal firearms in civilian hands, ranging from improvised craft weapons to factory-made handguns, rifles, shotguns, and in some countries, even machine guns. The estimate of over 1 billion firearms worldwide at the end of 2017 also includes 133 million such weapons held by government military forces and 22.7 million by law enforcement agencies. Karp said the new global estimate is significantly higher than the 875 million firearms estimated in the last survey in 2007 and the 650 million civilian-held firearms at that time, mostly due to increasing civilian ownership. While the United States was dominant in civilian ownership in 2007 and 2017, the report says the U.S. is only fifth today in military firearms holdings, behind Russia, China, North Korea, and Ukraine. It is also fifth in law enforcement holdings, behind Russia, China, India, and Egypt. 
The small arms survey released its study to coincide with the third UN conference to assess progress on implementing a 2001 program known as Prevent, Combat, and Eradicate the Illicit Trade in Small Arms, which includes marking weapons so they can be traced. The conference opened Monday and ends on June 29th. Small Arms Survey Director Eric Berman stressed that the Geneva-based Research and Policy Institute isn't an advocacy organization, saying, quote, We don't advocate disarmament. We are not against guns. What we want to do and what we have done successfully for the last 19 years is to be able to provide authoritative information and analysis for governments so that they can work to address illicit proliferation and reduce it, and to reduce also the incidence of armed violence. Melania Trump made an unannounced visit to a Texas facility Thursday, talking with children and staff as she got a first-hand look at some of the migrant children sent there by the U.S. government after their families entered the country illegally. The First Lady's stop at Upring New Hope Children's Center came the morning after President Trump signed an executive order halting the practice of separating these families. The visit to the one-story red brick building, which houses 55 children, was intended to lend support to those children who remained separated from their parents, according to Stephanie Grissom, the First Lady's spokeswoman. Grissom said, quote, she wanted to see everything for herself. Third graders at the facility welcomed the First Lady with a large paper American flag that they'd signed and taped to a wall. With the words, welcome, first lady, written in black marker across the red and white bars, Mrs. Trump also signed the flag, which the children then gave to her. Visiting another classroom, Mrs. Trump asked children where they were from, if they were friends, and how long they'd been at the center, where staff said children typically spend between 42 and 45 days. The children responded, sometimes in English, other times in Spanish, many of them wearing gray t-shirts with the red, white, and blue words, we are one. She told the children to, quote, be kind and nice to each other, as she left for another classroom. President Trump had come under pressure to stop the practice of separating families, including from GOP allies and the First Lady herself, following a public outcry sparked by widespread images of children held in fence-like structures. Plans for a visit to a second facility where children housed in cages were seen by the Associated Press last week were canceled because of flooding. The trip was intended to lend some support to the more than 2,300 children who remain separated from their parents, Grissom said. In addition to the meetings with staff and children, Mrs. Trump was also briefed on the children's medical care by nursing staff. And that's it for your Saturday morning news. For more or for breaking stories, follow us on Twitter at Anchor. That's at A-N-C-H-O-R.